What's up, everybody? This is the first episode of the Vibrant Souls podcast. Um, my name is Tori. And I am Ebony. And this podcast is all about navigating the beauty and complexities of love, life, and relationships. So we just enjoy talking to one another. We have good conversations, so we figured, you know, it's time to go ahead and bring our voices to the world and hopefully help others who may be going through or have gone through some things that we have. And we just like to chat it up. So we wanted to connect with others who are our vibrant souls. So that's right. Absolutely. Here we are. (laughs) So let's talk about this first topic on this first episode of the vibrant souls. What are we getting into today? So our first topic is about... Um, I have a friend who called me and she asked me a question about, um, should there be a sex quota in your relationship, mainly like marriages or maybe committed relationships. Okay. But she asked me, she was like, how many times, you know, should you have sex in your relationship? Like sex per week. And I just thought that that was, you know, per that's week, one of those not per, yeah, day. per week. Okay. She didn't do per day, <laughs> okay. per week. So I want to know what you think about it. What do you think? Do you... Hmm. So if you're asking me, do I believe that there should be? A yes. Sex do quota? you think that there should be a sex quota? Okay. Well, first I'd, I want to acknowledge that sex is a very important and vital part of any committed relationship. So we can't ignore that. Right. Um, the sex talk definitely has to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know at what point you have that discussion and what that looks like, but I very much am opposed to a quota. Mm-hmm. Whatever your sexual requirements are, I think there's a way to let a person know your needs without putting a number on it. So I'm against it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in quotas and I don't believe in quotas because one, I think it puts undue stress Mm -hmm. on the relationship Mm -hmm. because now you're thinking about this number right right Right. so here's the pressure that I have to um, keep up with and sometimes let's just be honest you may not say if it's three days a week you may not feel like it that week it may have been hectic and you don't want to do it three days a week but here you are at the end of the week now you realize you've only done it once Mm mm-hmm so now there's stress. Right. Guilt starts right. settling in. <laughs> or guilt, like, right. Dang, that you, you, haven't, you done, haven't done it. Now you yeah. got to play catch up. Yeah. And it just doesn't allow things to happen organically as sex should mm-hmm. in a relationship. So mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't believe in that. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, you I agree with you. I think when you get in relationships, people try to control sex, you yeah. know. And so I don't think that there should be a quota. I think that it takes away from the 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 spontaneity of it, mm-hmm. the feeling of it. Um, I think it becomes one-sided if somebody has a number. Yeah. So that means that the other person can't really feel their arousal. And I think mainly women, you know, I think we try to keep up with the man or try to meet the man's needs, you know. Yeah. So um, definitely no sex quotas. Absolutely. I, you know, I didn't um, have it. I was married. And mm-hmm. we kind of had that in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have it before when we were dating or courting and all of that stuff. So I think when you do kind mm-hmm. of introduce it or make it known in the marriage, it just becomes a chore. 
It does. And I can also attest for that within a marriage as well. Um, there were definitely periods mm-hmm. throughout the marriage where it very much felt like a chore. Yeah. Um, it lost the spice mm-hmm. that was once there. The random, just animalistic. Yeah, the feeling. primal. Right. <laughs> exactly. Things that come with sex. Right. You know? I mean, and there are things that can kind of compound that, such as, you know, um, demanding jobs, mm-hmm. um, your children, mm-hmm. their busy schedule, your busy schedule. I mean, yeah, there are definitely things that put strains on you being able to be as carefree as you once were. Right. But I still don't ever feel like, regardless of what's going on in a relationship, should you ever say, okay, right. it's Thursday. Right. <laughs> We said let's three. Go. Right, let's I haven't go. had it in two right, days. Let's go. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think that that is the pressure, like you said before, when you're married, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with married people. Yeah. You don't get that opportunity to kind of be as carefree as you was when you were dating. Yeah. So yeah, because you, when you do have that number, you're overlooking the other things. You're overlooking the most important things: the emotional connection, right? The spiritual connection, mm-hmm. the mental connection, because you're so focused on having your physical needs met, you know, and there's, you're made up of more than just physical needs. And I think that Mm -hmm. in marriage, men especially are afraid that they are going to lose their sex life or they're not going to have as much sex as they would like to. So So I think it all comes down to too much of the identity is wrapped up into their sexuality. Yes, it is like, let's, let's tap into something else. Right, <laughs> right. There are yeah. more layers to you than just that. So mm-hmm. how about you start trying to tap into those? Yes, let's do let's that. Let's peel them away yes. one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one dimension. Like, you're just making right. things one dimensional. That is very true. Yeah. So, okay, so your stance is no. They sh- I'm yeah. going to go with no. Like, okay, we got to stop that. It's I think um, so many of us or so many marriages or relationships has that, that, kind of stipulation but we have to like shift that we have to change that and I think only women are going to be able to do that we gotta like I agree with you on takes, that you know courage to cultivate that it voice does. and be like no because I think women if they say no or if they you know kind of express themselves in a way that they might run off the man or they might kind of the man might step out they might feel like oh if I'm not you know how we were raised like make sure they're fed make sure that you you know make sure they're satisfied house clean (laughs) yeah have sex with them every day and twice on Sunday right right just overlooking all all your needs June Cleaver stuff yeah we're just I'm not raising my daughters that way yeah I think it's a form of sexual suppression on the woman you know we don't get a chance to feel ourselves and our own arousal but I feel like if we get a chance to feel our own selves, mm-hmm. it's more uh, rewarding for the man or more right. pleasing in the relationship. Like, I think it it'll is. go further and you'll connect further. You will. So allow the relationship room to breathe and allow the woman the space to just explore her sexuality without yeah. the constraints of what you're 
imposing on her sexually. Exactly. That's good. It'll end up yielding what you want anyway. Just right. let her take the lead. Just it's okay. <laughs> let her take the lead. It's okay. Promise you, you gonna get it. You will tenfold better than you probably you. more than you can handle. <laughs> right. Just let let her take the lead. Exactly. I agree. Cause it's I, I don't like that it's the stigma that women don't want sex as much as men because mm-hmm. I think that is so <laughs> that couldn't be so far, far from, true. from true. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. They have no right. idea. They have no idea. And we idea. don't have an idea because we're, you know, because we have the male energy on us, you know, kind of. That is true. Pressured on us. So we can't like feel like But can't own. you say that once you got older, after you got over a certain age, and I don't like to say this like we're seniors, but we're right. women of a particular age yes, now. Yes, we are. So, <laughs> and once you hit that point, I believe that something shifted with our psyche and the way that we thought about sex. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of those constraints mm-hmm. or social norms that were placed on us regarding sex mm-hmm. are applicable right now because I know I've dumped them. Oh yeah, I've let them go. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm bringing myself to the table now. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's no longer just you and making sure that I'm pleasing right. you and all that. Like this is an even exchange. This is, an exchange. is what I'm realizing. That's it. That's that the it's key an even word. Exchange. exchange. Listen to how That's I feel it. too. So I had a friend who actually scheduled her um, sex on a calendar. Girl, she stop. was married. <laughs> Girl style. But they tell us to do it in magazines, you know, make time for what sex. What magazines? Get the, all the Marie Claire, Cosmopolitan, Glamour, all of them back in the day. Schedule your... It, I even see it on uh, like, like therapists. Uh, yes. Therapists recommend it too. Like people who are, you know, if they're having marital problems or relationship problems, they're like schedule sex so anyway my friend we can schedule a date we're not scheduling sex we're not gonna do that because no. that takes away we can have from it again night. it makes right. it a chore it is so um yeah we're not doing i that. just and i i was just watching her looking so at her t- calendar tell me how, I'm, I'm intrigued yeah. by that please no elaborate so tell me how did that pan out for her i mean i don't think she is aware of it like she just literally has is her she actively phone. doing this now she is she's actively she has a calendar of the last time I had sex with my husband and the next time that I need to make sure that I have sex with my husband. Like, it's literally a calendar. That's very and burning and waiting to exhale. Remember that? It, when it, she yes. said her husband was keeping track of how many times they had sex? Yeah. It's, see, it's just a lot of pressure that's, around okay, it. If you let it crazy. breathe, that's crazy. then, you know. Okay. So, What we're not know. doing is keeping tally. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree one. with that. And we find time to make time for many things mm-hmm. in our life. Yeah. So you mean to tell me you can't find time to have sex with the person that you're with? Yeah. With your mate, with your right. spouse? Right. Life and, partner, whatever you're calling them. You right. can't find time for that without you putting it on the calendar after your Zoom meeting? Right. <laughs> like this? Right. This is what we've come to now? Yeah. I think those that do schedule it or that take crazy. that advice, it... it Pretty much is a chore. Little do they know, you know what it I'm saying? It is a chore. So, I don't know. And so, why are you doing it then? To make sure that the husband is satisfied. It always goes back mm. to the husband. But I, felt, I think it's I a... I felt something behind <laughs> you said to make sure the husband is right. 
It's true. Like we okay. said, like we always say, we're raised to cater we are. to a man. I'm going to acknowledge that because we are. Yeah, I think it's changing, though. I do think it's slowly changing. I hear, like, the younger girls coming up, like, right. I love me some mulatto. Oh, I love too. me some Megan Shout the Stallion. Shout out to Mulatto, Megan the Stallion, All of them Cardi who B. are being expressive <laughs> and all right. that. Yeah, so I feel like there is Don't a shift this. happening. Uh, <laughs> Please do not lay there and stroke that man's ego. Right. I don't think that. I do. I, do, I definitely think there's a shift happening. Men, women are going to be more expressive. Women are going to not tolerate We are so more much. vocal now. So I, I do see it. But I feel like women in our age group our mm-hmm. generation we're the ones who are mm-hmm. suffering from that sexual suppression we're not used to speaking up in that way like hold on now we're not gonna do that let's just kind of let it breathe and let it you know so yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I think I may have jumped into the Cardi B um oh yeah bad Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> right. yeah yeah because I feel them on that I'm like yeah. <laughs> before they were a thing yes yeah. I agree yeah because I just don't believe in things being one-sided. There has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. I'm all for making sure my man is satisfied. Right. I'm all for Nothing that. against that. It's Nothing fun. Against, it is fun. It really is. It is fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like my game. So, yes. I mean, it's, it's fun yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. But I also am not going to sacrifice my own happiness and my own pleasure at the expense of you. Just right. to make sure that you're catered to and you're taken care of. Right. Yeah. Take care of me. Yeah. Let's take care of each other. Of each other, yeah. But I think it really does You shouldn't be away. put ahead, and, and I want that narrative, like you said, the narrative is changing, but I don't want the man's needs to be put above right. what the woman needs. Right. It's a it's an even playing right. field. It's an even playing field, yeah. so let's yeah. make sure we're satisfying each other, but that shift has happened, and yeah. like I was saying before, I definitely... That stuff, oh, I have not raised my daughters that way at all. (laughs) At all. (laughs) At all. So let me tell you something. Any man that encounters my babies, oh, you got your work cut out for you. They got to put in that work. (laughs) They got to put in that work. That's right. That's right. Because I want them to know that. You know, this they have a just, voice. You have a voice, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Don't let this it is get not. We out. are not in the whole women are seen and not heard era, right? Yeah, we're coming out of that. We're out of yeah. That. We are rising up, I believe. So yeah, and you deserve to be heard. And life is too short for um, fake cheese and orgasms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not fake cheese and orgasms. Right. <laughs> fake cheese and orgasms. We're 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 having none of that. So. Yeah. So what? So we kind of want to help those mm-hmm. who may be struggling in that um, area when they're in their okay. marriages or relationships, who feel kind of sexually suppressed, or who have quotas, or who are trying to make sure that they are putting out a certain amount every week, um, mm-hmm. because okay. there's a lot of guilt around that. You know, if they don't perform Sex or if shame. they don't do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. What um, we want to give some kind of tips to help those who may be in that position. What is hmm. one piece of advice? I may have to ping it back to you for a second. Let me think. Okay. What, what advice I might give. Do you have something? I off, do. Off the I, rip? Yeah, okay. I definitely feel like um, you should have that conversation with your, your mate, your spouse, and just kind of drop that quota, drop the numbers, drop everything. Um, because that puts you in a box. And right. so just have the conversation because what you're really trying to express to them um, is when the numbers are gone, you're able to kind of be spontaneous and kind of feel your own 
um, arousal or be in tune to your own self so that you can feel when you're horny or feel when you're Mm -hmm. turned on and those or feel when you're feeling sensual and sexual and then act on that. So I think that you should really try to have that conversation and really try to get rid of that number, that quota. Um, Okay. And then be, and then tune into yourself and have your partner tune in and just kind of improvise or, or go that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think I was kind of thinking along those lines as well. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as, yes, let's get rid of the number. Mm -hmm. Number one, you definitely want to have the conversation when you're talking to your partner Mm -hmm. about, what your sexual needs are, mm-hmm. but I wonder how many people are actually in tune with themselves mm. and actually know what their sex cycle is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are they even aware that they have one? Right. So That's true. I think that maybe this would be a good challenge. Yeah. I think so too. I think that's a good challenge for people. This may actually help them navigate going into their relationships and coming together sexually mm-hmm. without these numbers in yeah. their mind. Because whether we want to acknowledge it or not, I think we all subconsciously have a number. Mm. Even if we don't vocalize it. Mm-hmm. I think there is a certain amount of time that we both will say, hey, if this amount of time goes by mm-hmm. and there is no sexual activity, it may trigger that something mm-hmm. is wrong yeah. in the relationship. When actually it couldn't, it might not be wrong it because may not. you're not even, you're not aroused yet. It's not time yet. Like I think we need to get out of our head Absolutely. with sex and yeah. get more into our body. We think we're in our body when we're right. having the sex, right. but we're actually in our head because we haven't yeah. done this. So yeah, I think a challenge yeah. would be good. So let's, okay, let's go ahead and challenge these folks. Okay, well let's challenge these people. <laughs> and you know, we're going to practice what we preach and we're going to take the challenge. Too. We will. I'm with it. So I think that, um, what we should do for two weeks, like after you have the conversation, are we abstaining? Um, abstaining. We're not abstaining. Are, are we abstaining from sex for two weeks? We're not abstaining, but we're having a conversation and we are dropping the numbers, we're dropping everything, and we're going to just kind of listen to our bodies. Um, okay. Women in particular. But men, you know, hopefully it will encourage the men to kind of be more in tune with themselves. Okay. So I think that... Um, I think that's hard to do without practicing abstinence, but go ahead. You're, you know what? <laughs> maybe. So maybe. Well, I, okay, well, let me just say this and then we'll get back to the challenge. I think the times when I have figured out what has worked for me sexually is Mm -hmm. when I have purposely abstained from sex. Okay. So two weeks abstain to get in tune to your body. If they're willing. If they're willing. (laughs) (laughs) If they're willing. I'm just saying I've done that and I've done it. Well, you know, for. Yes. (laughs) Long periods of time, probably way longer than most people would would ever consider doing it. But one is to crucify my flesh. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm very much a spiritual person and I want to be in tune with my own body and my own needs. But that's how I figured out. Mm-hmm. This is how long Ebony can go mm-hmm. without sex Yeah, before something happens. <laughs> right, right. Right. And how did you feel? How did it... Did it... Um grow you did it did it strengthen you like when you it did mm-hmm. it, it was a very freeing okay um time for me and it was also very spiritual mm-hmm. it made me realize that I placed maybe at times in mm-hmm. my life I placed too much importance on sex okay 
And do you think that we do that? I in definitely think that yes. we place more. I think way everyone more. places too much importance <laughs> yes. on sex over emotional and mental, right. spiritual connections. And that's what I realized that yeah. I was consistently feeding my flesh, but my my spirit was, was deprived, very deprived, mm-hmm. and crying out for more than what I was receiving. Yeah, and we think that we get it through sex, and we do think we get it through sex. But sex case. is an extension of what you should already be receiving. Yes, and see. Mine was ass backwards. Mm-hmm. So I had to dial that back so that I could give one myself mm-hmm. that intense emotional love. Because if you don't give it to yourself first, you can't receive it. Right. That's that not the energy true. that you're putting out there. Right. So I had to take that time to give it to myself first. Mm-hmm. That way I would attract it. Yeah. So from dialing it. back from it mm-hmm. actually allowed me to figure out Oh, I actually do have a sex cycle. Mm, mm-hmm. like so I if, can feel myself. Right, I'm I can feel, feel right. I can feel it. And this was like not having, you know, this is like not having anyone presently there to mm. like put the pressure on me. Mm-hmm. But what about for those who do have somebody there? You know, is that... Okay, well, we technically I, I had someone there okay. too. Oh, so you kind of like still took your power back right i snatched it back (laughs) so that you could get in tune with yourself exactly because it was you know did you feel guilt from from doing that was there some kind i did you get i didn't internally feel guilt but i was guilted okay and so how did you navigate through that did you just kind of focus on what was i focused on myself Mm -hmm. yeah i focused regardless right regardless because you have to take care of yourself yes you do regardless of whose feelings you hurt right and it wasn't intentional but i did have a conversation that like hey this is happening okay (laughs) right yeah so and i got pushed back a lot of course (laughs) but it was necessary for me Mm -hmm. and i think if your partner loves you and cares about you then they will give you the space that you need to kind of work through Mm mm-hmm those feelings but the point I was making and then we'll get back to the challenge is that Mm -hmm. um, I use that time to figure out there actually is a sex cycle and I do absolutely believe that every single person has a sex cycle now whether they've decided to take the time to figure out what their sex cycle is Mm -hmm. is altogether a different discussion but you do have one okay which is what the challenge is going to (laughs) is one part of the challenge Mm -hmm. figure out what your sex cycle is Mm, okay Get the distractions away from you. Mm-hmm. Get in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. Just breathe and let life happen and see what you start feeling mm-hmm. over the course of time. Like, yeah. when are you starting to get aroused? Yeah. When are you starting to get, get a, a little, little horny? Right, a little horny, a little hot and bothered. <laughs> right. Keep a journal. See what's happening during that time. And then yeah. you'll figure out, oh, okay, so. Yeah. yeah, and then you're ready to act on that. Right. As opposed to a number. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's the best way to do it because there's so much that can come out of it from that way. There's right. so such a deeper connection that you can have Absolutely. with your mate when Absolutely. you do it that way. So I agree. That is the yes. challenge. That's the challenge. Yes. Two weeks. So Just, are we really telling them to abstain for two weeks? We are. Oh, okay then. Is y'all ready? but yeah okay so yeah let us know how how it goes you can um dm us we're on instagram at the vibrant souls with a z yes Yes. and um you can email us at the vibrant souls with a z at gmail.com yes and you can also um leave comments yeah 
um, under the post on our Instagram too, uh, pertaining to this podcast. We would yeah, love to, to hear keep the conversation. Yeah, going. let's keep the conversation going. We would love to just hear your thoughts on the subject, and then definitely chime back in once you've completed your challenge. We'll love to hear yes um, the outcomes and the growth. Yes, definitely the growth. <laughs> yes, we're, we're all, all about, about the growth. growth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, Ebony, I will see you next week, and. Yes, I will see you next weekend. (laughs) We will talk to everyone later. All right. Until the next time, everyone, wishing you peace, love, and light. All right. Bye. Bye.